0: This week we're going to try to give an answer to some of the questions or the the doubts that people have about Christianity. Uh, This week's, or this, uh, today's question is one that both Christians and non-Christians struggle with from time to time, especially when bad things are happening. The question is, where in the world is God? It's a valid question. Uh, When someone looks up at the sky and says, God, where are you? How many times in the history of the world has God given an immediate answer? Well, I could think of a few from the Old Testament. One in particular, it was Elijah. He was up on top of Mount Carmel with hundreds of prophets of Baal and they both had built an altar to their own God with a bull on it and, and whosoever God consumed the sacrifice of that bull was going to be the, the, the true God. And so the prophets of Baal went first and they cried out all day long and of course nothing happened because, well, Baal is a false god and then it was Elijah's turn. He simply lifted his eyes to heaven, he prayed, and immediately God sent his answer down in the form of fire that totally consumed that bull. And we hear about that and we think, yeah, why can't God do that in my life to give me assurance that he's with me even through tough times? But maybe something to recognize is that, um, that oftentimes God revealing his power like that in an immediate way didn't result in the, the mass conversion we would have expected. It really never did in the Old Testament. But still, where is God, especially when we're suffering? And maybe we should point out that uh, we're not talking about if, if you get fired from a job because you're being lazy or if you get a DUI for, for drunk driving. Uh, we have no right to say to God, God, where were you? How could you let this happen to me? No, sometimes life is a mess because we are. But what about when the suffering comes through really no fault of our own. Is it still okay to ask the question, where are you, God? Well, just read the Psalms. And you'll hear the psalmists say over and over in many different ways uh, that, that same question. Uh, King David cried out in Psalm 13, how long, O oh Lord, will you forget me forever? Finally, at some point in all of our lives, there's going to be pain, there's going to be uh, suffering, there's going to be a uh, death, whether it's happening to us or it's happening to someone that we love. But also recognize that if that's causing us to cry out to God and say, where are you, then it is accomplishing a purpose. We may never have bothered with God uh, if it weren't for that suffering that was happening. But let's answer the question. In order to answer the question, we need an understanding and we also need to know where to look for the answer. So first, the understanding. We, we need to understand what our greatest need in life is. Our greatest need is not a great career, it's not a a, a happy family, it's not having a certain amount of money or anything like that. No, our, our greatest need, you know deep down, it has to do with the fact that I can't even live up to my own standard for life, let alone God's infinitely higher standard. It has to do with the fact that I know that there are consequences for my sin, eternal ones. Finally, that need, every other need pales in comparison to that one great need of having having peace with God. And then secondly, where to look for the answer? Where is God? Well, look at Jesus, the one with all the power hanging on a cross. Where is God when I needed him? There he is, bleeding and suffering and dying being nailed to a cross to satisfy our greatest need. You have peace with God. You you have a beautiful home in heaven waiting for you. Your sins are really forgiven. Now we can say with the Apostle Paul, He who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? God is working all things. He loves you and he's working all things, even the bad things in your life, for your good. I have this dangerous prayer that I kind of hope God doesn't actually answer. It goes like this, Lord, if if you need to allow me to have a horrible life here on on this earth for the speck of time I'm here in order to keep me close to you, then so be it. It's not that I want the suffering, but we recognize that God even uses those difficult things in life for our good.
1: Hey, hey, it's Pastor Mike. Thanks for listening today. This is actually something else I think you'd really enjoy and it's our latest podcast from my friend, C.L. Whiteside. Uh, I could gush about C.L. and his gifts and the message he's bringing to the Time of Grace community. But instead, I'm going to let C.L. tell you in his own words what his podcast is all about. Something that's been on my mind has been, when did this cancel culture begin? And people started saying, this person is done or they're dead to me. And what makes cancel culture intriguing is that if you aren't angry, like the majority of people are also angry, and you're not saying I'm done listening to them, or I actually forgive them, you get canceled too. So you can't forgive somebody and want to move on and not want to dwell on it your entire life? Join me, CL Whiteside, on my podcast, The Non-Microwave Truth. Search The Non-Microwave Truth wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.